0: You're listening to The Preaching Podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Kobernack. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. Second Chronicles chapter 24 and verse number 1, the Bible says Joash was seven years old when he began to reign. And he reigned 40 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Zibiah of Beersheba. And Joash did that which was right in the sight of the Lord all the days of Jehoiada the priest. And Jehoiada took for him two wives, and he begat sons and daughters. And it came to pass after this that Joash was minded to repair the house of the Lord. Amen, and you may be seated. Lord, for this passage of scripture, and I've have uh, been praying about this passage for a while, and uh, just I didn't really get a, a, an opportunity to preach it. And as we got closer and closer to parent baby dedication, I thought it'd be very fitting for this night. Before we get into the message, I do want to say um, please uh, take the offering envelope that's there, or the Christmas offering envelope, if you need to. As a reminder, and please pray about what God would have you to do uh, these next few weeks for a Christmas offering. Uh, Also, if you did not get one this morning, we have a prayer card. They are prayer cards, too. They're Christmas cards of of our staff uh, and our families. And I hope you'll take those and uh, please pray for us. Uh, It always blesses my heart when I'm visiting and I'll see somebody They've got it up on the refrigerator or got it somewhere and they say, that's our reminder to pray for you. And uh, I thank the Lord for that. Uh, congratulations. It's public uh, knowledge now, so I'll say it. But Johnny and Felicia Snyder, a baby on the way. And we are so happy for you. Let's give them a big round of applause. Congratulations. And uh, I was asking them this morning. I asked them, and Aubrey was there. Of course, Aubrey's not even the baby, you know, Penelope, and uh, how they felt. And, and Aubrey, she told us her honest opinion at first, and it's, it's changed since the initial announcement, but we're so happy for you. I hope you pray for uh, Johnny and Felicia and their family. And then uh, at the close of the service, I'd like to have special prayer for Daniel and Kimberly. This is their last Sunday, and uh, they're flying to California and getting married. They won't be coming back here, um, at least not right away, but you better come back here to visit. And Brother Chad and Miss Donna uh, say a, a hearty amen to that, right? They've got to come back to visit. But I hope you pray for them, and we'll have prayer for them at the close of the service. Brother Nathan, uh, at the very uh, close, after the invitation, if you could run up to the sound booth. I've got a few things I'd like to um, talk to our church about that we will not be on, online or on the radio for. So if you could just uh, help me with that. Um, but uh, we'll do that at the very end of the service uh, tonight. Second Chronicles 22 uh, is... Uh, where I want you to look, beginning in verse number 10. 2 Chronicles 22. This is an amazing story, and I, I'll be honest with you, I've read the story so many times, and uh, I, I've, I, I've seen the passage where it talks about how that Joash was hid in the house of the Lord, but I, I'd never, I've I never never seen it quite like I saw it. Um, I guess it was three or four weeks ago at least, and then this last week I've uh, studied it even further But uh, I want you to look with me. 2 Chronicles 22, and Brother Dan read for us in chapter 24. But here is really the start of this story. It says in verse number 10 of 2 Chronicles 22, But when Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she arose and destroyed all the seed royal of the house of Judah. Now you know the Bible yeah, first of all the Bible is the word of God and there are no there are no errors there are no mistakes but the Bible is a tell all book. Have you ever noticed that that even the heroes of the faith God could have left out the part of David and Bathsheba but he didn't. God could have left out the part about Moses where Moses murdered a man and then he went into the wilderness and then he came back and God could have left that part out. God could have left out the part about Peter denying the Lord, knowing that Peter would eventually preach Pentecost, but the Bible's a tell-all book. And this is a tell-all story here to tell of the wickedness in the heart of man apart from God. Here is a woman by the name of Athaliah. Now Athaliah, the apple did not fall far from the tree when you see her family. But Athaliah is the grandmother. Her son has died. And in order to seize the throne, Athaliah, this grandmother, kills all of her Grandchildren. Now just let that sink in for a minute. I don't know if this woman was demon possessed. I wouldn't doubt it. To do something like that, how in the what what brings somebody to that? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Except for the grace of God, that could be any of us. And when you get away from God and you start living your life according to your own ideas and how you feel and what you think is right. There's no limit to how far down you can go. There's no limit to the kinds of sins you can be involved in when you get away from God. Athaliah, she saw that her son was dead, so she arose and destroyed all the seed royal of the house of Judah. Verse 11, but Jehoshabeath, the daughter of the king, took Joash, the son of Ahaziah, and stole him from among the king's sons that were slain, and put him and his nurse in a bedchamber. So while this slaughter is going on, this woman who, it looks like it's Joash's sister when you look at the order of these kings and their children, it's actually Joash's aunt, Jehoshabeth, who is married to the priest Jehoiada, she risks her life. She snatches up Joash, who is one year old. not that amazing? Uh, Mindy that was dedicated tonight. She's not a year old yet, but she's getting close. And think about a one-year-old. And she snatches this one-year-old and she hides this baby in a bedchamber, in a bedroom, trying to save this baby's life from his grandmother who is slaughtering all of the grandchildren so that she can have power so that she can have her way it says in verse number 12 and he that is joash was with them hid in the house of god how many years six years The Bible tells us, and Brother Dan read it for us, that Joash began to reign when he was seven years. So for six years, from the age of one to the age of seven, Joash was hid with his aunt and uncle, the priest and the priest's wife, in the temple for six years. You say, why was he hid there? He was hid there to protect his life from his grandmother. But I want to draw your attention to verse number 12 where the Bible says that he was with them hid in the house of God. What a place to hide a child. What a place to put a child. What an influence for a child to be in the house of God. Lord, I pray that you'd help us tonight as we look at this passage. I know I'm speaking to uh, families. I'm speaking to parents who do have children who they could hide in the house of God. I'm also talking to people who no longer have children in their home or maybe to single adults that do not have children at this point. But Lord, I believe that every one of us should desire to keep ourselves in the house of God. I believe we ought to have a determination that with your help, we are not going to depart from your house. We're not going to get away from you, but our focus and our attention is going to be on serving you and knowing you and loving you and pleasing you. And I pray that you'd help this message tonight to accomplish uh, exactly what you have in store for us. Help me to say exactly what I should say. And Holy Spirit of God, I pray you do a work in our hearts tonight, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to notice, number one, in this story about being hid in the house of the Lord. Number one, I want you to notice the potential. I don't, know, I don't know what possessed this aunt of Joash, Jehoshabeath. I don't know what possessed her. I don't know what motivated her. I don't know what gave her the idea. But when she saw that the, the sons of the king were being killed, she swept into action. She risked her own life, by the way. If you stand in the way of an order from someone like Athaliah, you are putting a target on your back. You are making yourself an enemy of somebody who will stop at nothing to kill anybody and anything that's in their way. But there was some potential that she saw. Why would she risk her life for her nephew who was just a year old? Why would she spend six years of her life to protect that nephew and to protect that nurse that was there with Joash? Why would she be willing to go to those lengths to protect a little baby that was a year old? I believe it was because of potential. She knew what God could do with one young boy with one young man that could take the throne and could remove Athaliah. And can I tell you, we need in our country today, we need some leadership. We need some godly mothers and fathers and grandparents, and we need some godly Sunday school teachers, and we need some godly citizens, and we need some godly men and women that will stand up in an evil day because we have uh, leaders in our country who hate God. We have leaders in our country who are against everything that we stand for and everything that this book teaches and praise God for some potential in some young people. Praise God for some potential in a youth group and in a Christian school and in a Sunday school and praise God for some potential on some bus routes and praise God for some potential in a parent baby dedication of some young people that God could use and God could get a hold of. Amen. This woman, Jehoshabeath, she saw something that others did not see. Perhaps she remembered the Davidic covenant. And as she saw all of these boys being slaughtered, she said, I've got to save one of these boys because God promised that from the line of David, there would come a Messiah. There would come a king that would rule in Jerusalem. I don't know all that she saw, but I know this. She saw some potential in that child. In Victory Baptist Church, as we look at young people in our church, I want you to see great potential. Sunday school teachers, I want you to see every student in that class, there is potential. Not potential for what they could do for you, but potential for what they could do for God. I want you to know, Christian school teachers, in every student that you teach, there is potential. I want to say parents, in every child that you have, at times you're ready to pull your hair out. At times you're frustrated. At times you're thinking, are they listening to anything I'm saying? But I want to challenge you to see the potential in those lives that God could use for his honor and for his glory. I see number one, there was potential. She did not know that he would become the king, but she was willing to risk her life to give him an opportunity to do something for God. Number one, I see the potential. Number two, I see the path. Now here's the interesting thing. This goes back to Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was the great-grandfather of Joash, Jehoshaphat, the Bible says that he was a man that did that which was right uh, in the sight of the Lord. He was a man that loved God and feared God. But after Jehoshaphat, his son, Jehoram. Jehoram is the one who married Athaliah. And would you like to take a guess who were the parents of Athaliah? You might recognize these names, Ahab and Jezebel. Now, are you surprised when you hear about what Athaliah was doing? I'm not. She was the daughter of the most wicked king and queen that have ever lived, or at least according to scripture. Ahab was a man that sold himself to do wickedness. And I think his wife was worse than he was. And Athaliah is the daughter of Ahab and Jezebel. She marries Jehoram. They have a son, Ahaziah. Ahaziah reigned for a year uh, and then he went to war with the king of Israel and he, the, the king was killed by Jehu and all those things. And so now we have, with Ahaziah dying, we have Athaliah seeing an opportunity to seize the power and to seize the throne and to kill her grandchildren in the process. There was a path. How did all this happen? How did it get to this point? There was a path. I want to remind you that your parents, and I hope not, I hope and pray this isn't the case, but your parents may be like Ahab and Jezebel, but that doesn't mean you have to be like that. You may have... A great-grandfather like Jehoshaphat who did what was right and who served God. Can I tell you, learn from that example and follow that example. You may not have had the greatest uh, family upbringing. You may not have had a a heritage like we talked about with John and Bethany. And What a blessing for both of you. Bethany, when you were out, I was bragging on your family. So make sure you, John, fill her in on all that good stuff. Matter of fact, why don't you just, you kind of embellish it, you know, talking about your in-laws. That'd be good. But can I tell you this? You may not have all that but you can still live for God. You may, you may have every reason in the book why you shouldn't turn out or why you shouldn't live for God, but friend, I want to tell you, the grace of God can change your life. The power of God can transform a person. You don't have to live the way your family's lived. You don't have to live the way that everybody you've known has lived. You can live for God and God can give you the strength to overcome. You can be victorious. You don't have to follow in the path of wicked people. You can live for God. I see the path. But then I see number three, I see the preparation. Joash spent six years in the temple. Now, that may sound glamorous and that may sound glorious, but you know what happened in those six years while they were having to take care of this little guy? That little guy had to be fed, right? He needed food. That little guy had to have his diapers changed. That little guy had to have somebody up in the night when he was screaming and when he was sick and when he was not feeling good. That's a lot of work, taking care of a child for six years and keeping him hidden. It means you're not going out to the park. It means you're not going out on field trips. I promise you they certainly weren't getting together for family reunions, okay? With a grandmother like Athaliah, you're not showing up for those things. There was a lot of preparation. Preparation takes time. Preparation must be done daily and consistently. We don't know all that happened for Joash while he was in the house of God, but I think we could guess. I think we could guess that while he was in the house of God, I think his uncle Jehoiada and his aunt Jehoshabeath. and by the way, praise God for a godly priest, but praise God that he had a godly wife. Praise God for for, for men of God. But I want to tell you, we wouldn't be what we are if it were not for a godly wife that loves us and a godly wife that supports us. And I thank God for for those couples that God has put in the ministry like that. I don't know that Jehoiada would have had the guts. (laughs) I don't know that he would have had the courage on his own. But praise God, his wife said, we got to save this guy from Athaliah. But we see that while they were in the house of God, I think there was some training going on. Guess what I think the textbook was? I think it was this book. Well, they didn't have the whole thing, but the Old Testament, the law, the word of God. And do you think that influenced Joash? Oh, yeah. You know what was going on in the temple? There was a whole lot of praying going on. There was a whole lot of worship going on. There were sacrifices that were being made. There was service being offered to God. And friend, I want to tell you, I believe our children need an education. There's no doubt about it. Our children need to learn how to read. They need to learn how to write. They need to learn how to do math and science. They need to learn all of that stuff, but not at the expense of not getting a Bible foundation. Our children need to know the Bible. Our children need to know about the Bible, but they need to let the Bible work in them and they need to make it practical. They need to learn how it, what it means to be a Christian. They need to see it in your life. They need to see it in my life. They need to see Christianity on display, not just Sunday morning, not just Sunday night, but 24, 7, 365 days out of the year. Joash was hid in the house of God. But I want you to notice what it says in 2 Chronicles 22, verse 12. It says, and he was with them, hid in the house of God. Now, here's sometimes the attitude we take. I'm going to drop my child off. (laughs) I'm going to deposit my child. Uh, I am going to uh, pass my child on to somebody else to teach them what they need to know. But Jehoiada and his wife, Jehoshaphat, they took this child and he was hid with them in the house of God. I thank God for the Glovers, John and Beth. I thank God for how you not, only, you not only have your children come, but you're with them. I thank God for, for families in this church that, that you bring your children and you you with your children. You come to the house of God. It's interesting to me that they hid Joash in the house of God from the age of one to the age of seven. You know what those years are? Those are shaping years. Those are forming years. Those are molding years. And you may be here tonight and you say, Pastor, I wasn't in church in my early years and my parents didn't go to church or whatever the case may be. I understand that, but I thank God you're here tonight and I thank God that you're doing everything you can to get your direction set in the way that you should go. But Joash was hid with them in the house of God. I had never, never really thought about this before. Maybe it, maybe it crossed my mind, but you ever have thoughts that cross your mind, but you don't remember them anyway, right? I wonder why they picked the house of God as a place to hide a child. Because Athaliah was not interested in anything going on in the house of God, I think Joshobiath Je- 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 and I think Jehoiada said, Hey, let's figure out a place where we can put this child and Athaliah will never find him. It'd be like if you ever had anything to hide from me, just put it up on the roof <laughs> or put it on the edge of a, a steep cliff. I promise you I would never find it because I hate heights. I'm not going there. If you wanted to hide something from my wife, you could put it near a snake enclosure in a home, in a zoo, doesn't matter where it is. I promise you she will never find it. She's not even interested in finding it if it's there. If you ever wanted to hide something from Brother Dan, you take it to any salad bar (laughs) in the region and I promise you he would not find it my dad my my dad uh, church members used to bring candy and they would put it in the container from the Chinese restaurant my dad wouldn't even eat candy that was in a container from the Chinese restaurant he didn't like Chinese food now I didn't get that from my dad I love Chinese food hallelujah My mom hated seafood. If you wanted to hide something from her, just put it next to the tuna cans in the, in the cupboard or, or just put it at the seafood restaurant. She'd never be there. But isn't that amazing about Athaliah? For six years, that grandson was hid in the house of God. She never found him. Can I tell you, don't ever let the house of God become a place where you couldn't find somebody. Don't ever let the house of God be a place that you don't frequent. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles 24, if you'll turn over a page or two, the Bible says in verse number 7, For the sons of Athaliah, that wicked woman, had broken up the house of God, and also all the dedicated things of the house of the Lord, did they bestow upon Balaam. Athaliah, she had already gone in, she had ransacked the place, she had stolen the treasures from the temple. She was not doing anything to help the house of God. She was doing her best to destroy the house of God. I see number one, the potential. Number two, the path. Number three, the preparation. But number four, I want you to see the purpose. God had a purpose for this young man. Joash, he was seven years old when he became king. Now, can you imagine putting a seven-year-old in charge of anything? And then you're waiting for that seven-year-old to decide what's important and what are we going to do and what's next on the agenda and what kind of laws do we have to make? Well, let's look at what was on Joash's agenda. Chapter 24, verse number one, here's his purpose. It was no accident that he was in the house of God for six years. It was no accident that he was hid in the house of God because verse number one, he became the king and he began to reign and he reigned 40 years in Jerusalem. Verse two, and Joash did that which was right in the sight of the Lord all the days of Jehoiada the priest. Verse number four. And it came to pass after this that Joash was minded to repair the house of the Lord. Joash gets to a point. Joash is grown. He's older now. And his mind goes back and he says, you know what's important to me? What I was taught from the age of one to the age of seven. Joash says, you know what's on my mind? You know what's on my agenda? You know what's on my to-do list? Joash says, we've got to fix the house of God. Verse number four, it came to pass after this that Joash was minded to repair the house of the Lord and he gathered together the priests and the Levites and he said to them, go out unto the cities of Judah and gather of all all Israel money to repair the house of your God from year to year and see that ye hasten the matter. Joash says, we've got to get busy we have got to repair the house of the lord now i want to tell you that ought to be the purpose of every one of us to get busy with the lord's work it ought to be the purpose of every one of us to say i need to get busy in making sure that my marriage is something that's pleasing god I need to get busy to make sure that my life is a life that is bringing honor and glory to God. That ought to be every one of our purpose. But here we have a young man by the name of Joash. He was a year old. He couldn't help himself. But there was an aunt who stepped in. An aunt who risked her life to say, I see some potential in this little boy. Number two, even though there was a path, that could have been a bad one. Here's a young man that said, I'm not going to live like my dad. I'm certainly not going to live like my grandmother, and I'm certainly not going to live like her parents. But I'm going to live for God. There was preparation. Joash spent those years in the temple. Joash spent those years in the word of God and in prayer and in that instruction. And then years later, his purpose the reason that God had put him on the throne, he was able to repair the house of God. You know what happens when the house of God gets repaired? More people can come. More people can worship. More people can sacrifice. In our case, more people can be saved. More people can be helped. More people can be reached. But what happens when we tear down? What happens when we rob from? What happens when we destroy like Athaliah and her son's? The work of God is hindered. People are not helped. People are not reached. May God help us to hide ourselves in the house of God like Joash. and May God help us to not hurt, not to tear down the work of God. May God help us to build his work and to build his house. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina